Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around Law of Attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi, this Holly. is post-holiday. I know. I know. It's a it's a tough thing. I'm feeling a little a little burnt out. I don't know. You know, I think the energy has been a little rough over it the has. holidays. Even though I, I have nothing to complain about. It's been really good, but No, I agree with you. Even yeah. post-eclipse, it's been not a significant shift in the energy. No. And so Just we are, yet. no, not yet. Okay. Yeah. But we are here to shift everyone's energy. For sure. Okay. So I want to tell you that I went to, well, first of all, let's just start with the fact that if you haven't seen Jumanji, like the second version, I never saw the first version, but well, it's actually movie, been three. Okay. Well, I don't know what the hell is happening, but I just saw the one that's recent. <laughs> So you just saw the one that's just out yes, this year. Yes, I have no idea what I was getting myself okay. into. And, and I didn't see the Robin Williams version. No, I love Robin Williams, though. But you didn't He's see that so one? Lovely. Oh. I mean, is it on Netflix? I need to oh, go see course. it. Of course, yeah. I think okay, it's listen. on Okay, listen. Okay, let's start with that. Because here's yep. the thing. Like, I I went to see this, and my daughter kept, like, hitting me because I laughed so freaking hard, okay? Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting into, and... So, <laughs> spoiler alert, don't listen to this. Turn it off. Yeah. If you're going to go see I it. I might say something. I don't know if I'm going to say something, but yeah. I might say something that might True. cause some angst if you want to see the movie. Anyway, so I didn't know what I was getting into, Gina. Right. However, I go into this movie and Spencer is the main character. Mm-hmm. And like he goes into a video game because he doesn't like his life. So apparently he's been there before because I haven't seen the prior yep. versions, right? Yep. So and I didn't know what the hell was happening. the second version that you referenced. Right. That was the one. Yeah. Okay. So Robin he, Williams is one. This same cast is two. The one you saw is number three. Okay. So number three. I'm yes. talking about number three. So yes. he feels insignificant and not worthy Oh. of this woman, this girl that apparently is in the previous episodes, but yes. let's not talk about that. Anyway, yep. the whole point is he doesn't feel worthy. Mm-hmm. And so he goes into this uh, this video game and he wants to be Dr. Bravestone because, you know, he's the rock who's super like freaking hot. Okay, <laughs> like the rock is hot. So mm-hmm. the rock is Dr. Bravestone mm-hmm. in the video. And so he goes in and then his friends are like, where the hell is he? We're worried. And they end up getting sucked in with the grandpa and the grandpa's best friend. Okay. Like, like it's a shit storm <laughs> in the video pe- game. Yes. Okay. But the part that was so good is oh, um, honest to God. Okay. Like Kevin Hart, oh, mm. he cracks me up. So he was a zoologist and in the video game. So they only have three lives, right? Yeah. And so in the video game, um, they, um, they say that uh, he's a zoologist and there's a bunch of animals, okay? And so by the time he actually gets the point out, they're dead. 
And they're killed. Okay. So they only have three <laughs> lives. And they're like, you talk so freaking slow. And I mean, like, he made me laugh so hard. And then he went into the, they were getting close and they had one life left. And mm-hmm. he had to pretend like he's the brothers to this. Thank uh, God you gave the spo- spoiler alert. I'm just going to say that right now. Thank <laughs> God. Because we're going into a lot of detail for I know. the, I know, the hint at the movie. This okay, is but the keep best going. part. So he, so okay. Kevin Hart and Jack Black go in as they're trying to sneak past this you know, I don't know, this this door to get into this emperor and steal a jewel. Can right? you imagine either of them sneaking past anything? Right. Though. They tried to pretend like they were one of the other people. They did not look like one of the other people. And so they stopped and said, Are you the brothers such and such? I don't know what the name was. It was some stupid ass, hairy ass yeah. name. It was yeah. stupid. Okay. Yeah. And they were like, Yes, yes. And so they got through because they're the brothers <laughs> such and such. So they go to the main guy. He's not the emperor, but he's the main guy. And they were like the brothers, and and the main guy says, which brother is the brave one? And Jack Black goes, oh, that's me. And he goes, which brother is the Enoch? Okay, is that the kind? Emu? No. Remember those those Italian men that would cut off, castrate themselves? No balls, no. (laughs) Oh, no, I do not know about those people. Eunuch. Eunuch? Oh, I don't know. Okay, they're called Eunuch or something like, I knew exactly. When they said, are you the brother Eunuch? And I was like, okay, he has no balls. Okay, like, you know, and... And Kevin Hart goes, yeah, (laughs) it was so funny. Kevin Hart goes, yeah, no. And and Jack Black is like, oh, yes, you're the one that doesn't have balls. You have balls in spirit. Okay, like I was laughing so hard. I mean, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Anyway, they got past that. It doesn't matter. Uh, The point is this. Okay, it was super funny and it was super lovely and I had a great time. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the point is this is like I you know what's interesting oh here's the part that's really great so the part about their they all had avatars so they ended up being in the wrong avatars oh. and you'd hit your chest like I'm hitting my chest right now yeah and then out would pop your strengths and your weaknesses and so so you could see what you're good at and what you're not and so oh. I could like pop your chest Gina yes and no see I know exactly what, what you're your talking avatar about. so Dr Bravestone was like like a a G on yes. everything. I mean, yes. he was just amazing. Yeah. And then Kevin Hart's, Kevin Hart's. No uh, testosterone. I mean, like, no, it was before the ball thing. Uh, and <laughs> it said his weakness was cake. And so when he went into oh this ball God. without balls, okay, he had balls, but yes. he went, he, as the brother without balls, um, some woman came and brought him a cake and he goes, oh, no, 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 hell no. And he threw the cake. Okay. Like, <laughs> I think we have... Do love me some Kevin Hart. I know. Here's the thing. I think our weaknesses and our strengths are probably similar. Yeah. It's not about cake. It's probably at one thing or the other. But can you imagine walking into the room and trying to figure out, like, how do I leverage Dr. Bravestone against the zoologist, against the, you know, uh, Ming, who was a... a a thief and um, really good at picking locks Mm. and you know, all those things. And so I wish we could hit each other's chests and know what we're good at. But But don't, but do you think we really need to? I mean, if you feel well, I mean, I don't know how well these characters know one another. I only know the Robin Williams version. I think I saw probably 20 minutes of episode two of Jumanji with that, your current cast. And I, I didn't pay attention long enough to be interested, but, (laughs) but I do think people who know you well, I, I'm not sure you need to hit the chest. 
Think about it. Work though. How easy, how the, great that would be if you hit the chest and you can see. No, where the listen. Are, it would you know, be like, if you don't know people. Oh yeah, it would be fantastic. Huge. Yeah, it would be huge. Both, both, like you said, to to help one another, but also just to be aware of kind of strengths and weaknesses and how yeah know, that might play into what they're how they're showing up in the behavior. But but I think people you know, which I think these characters sort of know each other. I kind did. I kind of think that's. I don't know. But it all started with trying to escape life. And yeah. so as we go into January and we, we think about 2020 and you and I have been discussing this yeah. and I think other people are on the same wagon as us is uh, we don't want to escape life. We want to yeah. live life. But what yeah. does that look like? So this yeah. Spencer guy can't get enough self-worth to go after his woman. Yeah. He has to want to go in and he ended up not being brave. So but he ended up being him in the end, but nevertheless, okay, you go in to a video game so right. that you can feel better about yourself. So what we're here to talk about the, is yes. the flaws, the strengths, weaknesses still yeah, show up. They still show up. Yeah. And so, you know, Gina, I feel like we are, you could look at our life as a video game and sure. we can look at our strengths and our weaknesses as something that needs to be navigated or embraced. Right. And one thing that we were chatting about is, that clearly, whether it's Jumanji or some other show that we're talking about, we're talking about the hero's journey. So each one of us embracing the hero's journey. So yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about that, Gina? Well, sure. And I, I know we we talk about it briefly in kind of our intro about the hero's journey. And, you know, I many of our, um, you know, listeners may already know just kind of the foundation of the hero's journey, but it's it's really just a it's a metaphor for um, a storyline. Um, and like you and I have talked, Holly, I think life is our individual yeah. personal stories. And so when we think about what kind of a legacy we want to leave and what kind of a story we want people to tell about our lives, uh, we certainly hope we're the hero, the protagonist in in the story, our stories, versus the antagonist or just even an innocent bystander, right? So, right. so um, the hero's journey is really about you know um, an individual, and it can show up in so many different ways, and so many different foundations, and so many different um, areas of of challenge. But somebody who's going through life um, may be aware of mm -hmm. challenges, but may not be actually. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it from a storyline perspective. Um, uh, the understanding is that in watching, if, if you were someone watching the story, that you would understand something's missing, but you may not know what. Or something's not right. Or something's not right. Exactly. Something's missing, something's you're not right. And and you're something's watching not right. and something's not quite. But the protagonist doesn't know. It doesn't look wrong. It just doesn't look It doesn't feel right. Right, right. right. And so um, there's, you know, in any kind of hero's journey kind of story, there's a turn of events or there's something that is a call to action where um, the individual and, and and as we've talked about, Holly, in our cases, it's kind of that point in life where you go, something's missing, something's not quite right. Or, or even dear friends yeah. point it out to you, like they tap your chest and they see what's missing and yeah. point it out, right? Um, <clears throat> and then there's a whole challenging journey where 
you're kind of called to action, new people come into play, new mentors, new antagonists, right. potentially, that challenge what you're trying to accomplish to take yourself from where you're at today through a journey and come out the other side the hero and kind of re-enter your life with new skills, accomplished, with a different maybe set of friends that support you in a different way and kind of a conquest, almost a, mm -hmm. a you know, a, a victory. And just like, you know, whether it's Harry Potter or Star Wars or Jumanji, because there's been many of them, yes. you know, there's not just one challenge. There's many challenges throughout life. Is that the dark night of the soul, Gina? Well, it could be. I mean, I think for me personally, I think the dark night of the soul is kind of that just God, I hope like that one yeah. life event that is just so heart wrenching, gut wrenching, difficult that, you know, you really wonder if you're going to make it out to the other side. That's the way I interpret the dark night of the soul. I always think of Elizabeth Gilbert on the bathroom oh. floor. Where, eat, pray, do, love. And eat, pray, yeah. yeah. And Eckhart Tolle, who said... Weeping. Like, he just couldn't go on. Yeah. No, it doesn't need to be as dramatic as that. That's how, sure, that, And I, I guess that's maybe why I'm questioning uh -huh. whether it's the dark night of the soul over and over. Because I'm not, I'm not sure that's the case. I think... Sometimes it's just a little setback. But I do think the first time we... Or first few times, maybe, that we go through that as humans, I... It may feel like that, maybe not on the bathroom floor, weeping, sobbing uncontrollably throughout the night, like Elizabeth well, Gilbert talks about, right. but, but it may feel that monumental. Well, it felt that way to Jack Black because he was in the middle of a desert. They hit his chest and he said, um, heat, dry climates. <laughs> and like, he was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I can't make it. Like, you know, like, like all his... Really, literally, everybody else had skills to get through the desert. He had he no skills to get through the desert. Now he still got through it, but it was because like, of others around him, or I think so. You know, but it was his will that right. said, "Like I'm sick of this having these these bad challenges. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna get through it." And so he got through nice. it. But it's so funny that you know, it's true. It's true. Right? It is true. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's dark night of the soul, but yeah. I do think it may feel like like that. Yeah. Whether you're weeping on the floor or not. Right. And I do so think it feels then like that. redemption comes in after that. Right. And you return to what feels like your life, even though it's probably evolved and different, with, like I said, a different set of skills, a different person. Truly, I think, an evolved individual. And I think, um, you know, what we were talking about is, you know, just the many ways that takes shape in life. Yeah. And, and frankly, how critical that is to master and continue to um, encourage and get better at in order to evolve as human. Right. And, and to create, be, be our own heroes in our own story. Right. And so when you're thinking about, so Spencer was trying to escape not feeling good enough for his right. intended. When you're trying to escape from something in life, you know, what does that look like for you? I think we lie to ourselves quite considerably about yeah. that. I mean, I, you know, I'm always, you know, this Gina, that I'm mm -hmm. always like questioning, like, am I trying to escape from, I don't know, being vulnerable or mm -hmm. am I trying to 
hide myself so that I don't get hurt right? and want a bag over my head. Like I'm always like, I feel like I have a plastic bag over my head and somebody keeps cinching it and I have to like gasp for air sometimes because um, I feel bad for one right. reason or another and I never want to be there. So no. let me not be vulnerable. So how do we, how do we, uh, how do we encourage others to, to be open and honest about what they're trying to escape from. Well, I mean, I think it goes back to some of the things we talked about in the last few podcasts, especially the holiday podcast around, you know, probably just getting very quiet and being, you know, if you feel like you're hanging on the side of the mountain in in the cold dark, right? what causes you to feel like that? What's the root or roots of, of that pain, that dissatisfaction, you know, feeling like the antagonist in your own life versus the protagonist and the hero, I think is probably the hardest thing to do. And it's the most critical thing to do. Because once you know what it is, I think, then you can go to work on, yeah, you know, finding those mentors and acknowledging what it is and setting some intentions around addressing that, fixing that, solving that, soothing that, whatever it is, whatever that is. I think it's different for whatever that mountain is to people. But I think until you can actually articulate it, I think honesty with yourself mm-hmm. quietly, it doesn't have to be shared, but I think just even an acknowledgement of what is the pain and what is hurting and why do you feel lost and dark, scared, cold, whatever it is, it's the hardest and most important first step. You know, I I totally agree on that. But what I see and what I hear from others, and I'm going to call it numbing, is yeah. that I see people say, yeah, yeah, everything's so good. Yeah. Uh, and they really feel that way because the optics say, yes, yeah, everything looks good. But some, but do the optics I don't, say I mean, yes? like if you're, I'm not sure, I'm yeah. not sure, but you have, you believe that the optics are okay. You believe you've numbed yourself in some way. Either sure. it's just by saying like, I was a great compartmentalizer. Yeah. And so I would say, oh, I'm fine. This is how life is. And I, I could compartmentalize it. Um, but then maybe I would eat it. Okay. Yeah. Like it would be comfort food, comfort, or some people drink it or, yeah. you know, maybe it's just. Or move all the time. So they're not or getting some stimulation one way or the other to compartmentalize it. How do we address those people that just don't want to really take a hard look at that and make those changes? Is that something that we'll ever be able to do or they will show up when they're ready? I mean, personally, I think this is where, you know, the people in, you know, the co-stars in your story are super important. And I think if you've surrounded yourself with a community or a, a a posse of people around you in the physical world that, world that can say, I tapped your chest. I know those aren't your superpowers. I'm calling bullshit on your, your story. Or just like the hero's journey, there are people watching the story that know some something's missing or it's not quite right. Yeah. And most people who I feel like, people who know me really well, yourself, and a handful of others in my life that know me really well, they know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know when I'm trying to tell myself a story that I'm trying to believe versus being honest about my current situation, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think, 
and again, when you talk about the hero's journey from a storyline perspective, that the audience doesn't isn't in a position to tell the character. Yeah. But I think in life, you are surrounded by a group of people that can, should, and hopefully do point it out to you, right? Well, clearly, uh, all these people had to rely on each other to not die their three lives and get home. Right. That was so dependent. There was, a- there was a dependency on one another. And... Uh, well, Danny DeVito was in the movie. Oh my, oh my God. He's so funny. He was the scratchy gram- grandpa. Uh, before scratchy he, grandpa? Gra- grouch- grouchy. 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 Okay. It's a scratchy and grandpa. Scratchy, That's gross. Well, scratchy and grouchy. And he was a little scratchy. <laughs> like his face was all like bearded. Scrunchy. But God, he's so funny. I mean, oh, Gina, I know. he's like, he is so, like I laugh just thinking about him. However, okay, he was this grandpa that Spencer's grandpa, he got sucked into this game and he's like, he didn't even know what to you know, video game right. is. Right. And he was so grouchy about life. But at the end, when he came out, he was like, he would always say, you know, it sucks to be old. And, and at the end of the story, he said, it's a blessing to grow old. Yeah. And then his best friend, Milo, um, that got sucked into the game too, <laughs> was this beautiful man. They had a restaurant together and, and he felt like he was upset that him and Milo oh. broke up after the, sale of their restaurant okay i know this is too much information well, this is total i, I mean but, but let me tell you like so milo, alert times so, 25 i know milo comes <laughs> into his life and gets sucked into this game with them just they're having Aww. eggs he comes back to make amends because relationships are so important so we're talking about the tribe here right so i'm yes. not going off topic here which you know i have a tendency to do but nevertheless right. okay so he gets sucked into the game too milo does and in the middle of the the game, you know, they make amends about yeah. their life together. And Milo becomes an avatar horse that can fly. Perfect. And Milo said, it took me 75 years to fly. I'm not going home. That's a big ass spoiler right there, but I'm not going home. Interesting. And... I would invite all of us to make sure that we try to fly now in the here and now, whether this is a video game or not that we're living, the here and now that we we do our best to fly. And in order to do that, we have to be honest. Like they were finally being honest with one another about their feelings and, you know, be honest. As quick as possible. You don't want to be at... 75 Milo age and finally figure that out. I mean, so much of life has gone by and I do feel like there are friends for a reason. For sure. Or a season. For sure. And so, you know, if people are friends for a reason to be a part of your life and help grow you and be part of that whole, your whole story and journey, hero's journey, that's, I mean, an incredible gift. And if you're there for just a season, throughout the restaurant till it closes. Right. That's a whole different thing. But he should have been there the whole time, not just for that season of heartache and pain. And right. had he been honest and forthright and talked about it sooner, I mean, they, you know, would have had many more, I don't know, video games together. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to tie it back to the movie because I didn't see it. But but yeah. you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I, do. I do think it's, it's sad to see people finally get it and so far in into life where you know you could have really evolved into a huge 
a main hero in your own story had you like done that work as quickly as you possibly can. It's hard. It's hard work. I'm not it's under, hard work underestimating and the work, but no, and it takes time. But we're inviting our audience to take the hero's journey. Yep. And to be honest and take a look. Are you uh are you phoning it in somewhere? Yeah. Uh, is there something you're not being honest with yourself about? Yeah. If you are being honest, what small step can you do? And I want everybody to look at their avatar. Be your avatar. So if you were going to be in a video game. Oh my God, I love it. Like, let's design what our avatar would be. Mine would be super sexy, I think. Like, and have like, what skills should we have? I would be like, I could well, I was read your say, mind. Do you, want, do you want people to like, <clears throat> also be able to say what the strengths and weaknesses are? Yes. If, if we were to tap the chest, what would it yes, be? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. But like, I, I want to like, I want to be able to hear and see what you think and be able to well that's like mind speak so i don't even have to speak and be super sexy with like a 22 inch waist is that possible (laughs) i think the the gal on the video screen had a 22 inch waist i think so oh my well (laughs) i have no idea what mine would be i mean she would like be badass i mean like it's like some badassery person yeah badassery and but like no I think nonsense I'd have and really quiet, like like don't fucking mess with me. Yeah, like you're you're gonna be more funny. I'm gonna be more like I'm. Oh oh, like Doc the Rock did a um, doctor, whatever his name is, Bravestone had a smolder look. Okay, I want the smolder look. I want the girl version of the smolder look, and then I want to be a few words. I mean, I know that's opposite of what I am right now. Wow, I want to be a few words and more just intellectual smoldering in a corner with a 22 inch waist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank God I do not have to do a, you know, like a major about face, like being quiet and not funny because I could not do that. I could not go that far. You, you use a lot of words most of the time. I know. And they make all, I mean, if you hang with it. No, I don't want to use any. My avatar is going to be very quiet. Oh, stealthy. Stealthy. And Ooh. smoldery. Oh, with a tiny waist. Okay, well, I need words like that, but I don't have any like. <laughs> so let's think of our avatar. Silly. Okay, okay, okay. And forget then, the waist size. That's stupid. Okay, but nevertheless, let's look at our avatar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, like, what would you look like in your avatar? Because there's always like a character, caricature, right? Of. Well, I think so. The avatar. Okay, so you want that, and then you want. If we were to tap the chest, what would be the strengths and the challenges? Yes. And I want you to leverage your strengths. And do we want to think about who's in the video game with us? Because I feel like the grandpa and Milo were supposed to be in the video game <laughs> they together. Were absolutely. So do we want to think about who's in the video game with you? Like who would you surround yourself with? Yes. Who do you maybe need to make amends with? Your mentors. Your and amends. who are your mentors? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I like that. Okay, so good. That that's our up level on cork assignment. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, and then are we gonna talk more? I love the assignment. Are I'm we glad talk- you do. I really do. <laughs> this is my right up my alley. Very visual. So I like the I like the assignment. Are we gonna talk more about the hero's journey? And we are next time, right? I hope so. Because I actually think, you know, again, it's in our, it's in our intro. I, it is, I encourage everyone to do a little research on the hero's journey. And and again, it is a storyline, kind of a, a plot for um, books, movies, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But I, I do feel like if you apply it to 
our life and what we're trying yeah. to create in in up leveling and and creating a badassery life for yourself and and being the hero in your own story. I think the plot and the storyline and there are actually technically twelve steps in the hero's journey. You don't have to go through all of them specifically, right. but I do think if you think about how that applies to our own life and what we're cr- creating here, yeah, um, it's an interesting foundation for mm-hmm. a lot of things that I think each of us are working on. And you know, when we think about the 2020 list of things we want to go to work on and what, yeah. what we want that life to look like, I think you could apply that hero's journey foundation to everything yeah, you put on the list. Absolutely. Um, some things more than others, but I definitely think it could apply to anything. So I, I really think it's a good foundation for what we're trying to accomplish here Okay. on LOA Uncorked. All right. Okay. That's awesome. Okay, everybody. Avatar. Avatar. Design it. Write it down. Visualize it. Mm-hmm. And let's do it. And more on the hero's journey next time, right? I love it. Yes, okay. please. All right. All right. Thanks, Holly. Until next time. All right. Bye, everybody. everybody. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.